Foo Time. It's the Christmas edition of the Planet Mikey Podcast, episode 57, with the George Martin of podcast production, Wild Bill Smith, the Smitty Man, the king of Pelham Island Studio, and Babyface Ben Kitchen, who only shows up for the free Sam Adams beer and bong hits, but that's okay, because it's Christmas. Sponsored by the Great Hair Restoration Professionals at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates with six offices in New England and one in outer space as they try to grow hair on Uranus. The Hair Doctors of Mikey, Chris Gronkowski, Rob Ninkovich, Tom Karen, Tom Curran, and, yes, David Portnoy. I'm Peter Puller, and here's your host, Seek Moat. <laughs> Hey, I want to know, is that uh, pubic hair on the top of your head? Is that where that That's came from? That's none of your goddamn the, business, the anus Smitty. hair? Okay? None of your business. <laughs> All right. Okay? See if, it, see if it curls in hot weather. Oh. Speaking of Portnoy the bar, and, and Barstool, of course, we're happy to have Jerry Thornton back in the studio. Jerry Thornton, JT, baby! <laughs> I'm thrilled and proud to be the guy that you were able to get on Christmas week. I, I mean, let's, let's face it, this is the fill-in host of like the Tonight Show. This is this is Brie Larson covering for Jimmy Kimmel, no, and it's, my it's a, it's boobs Christmas, are actually bigger than hers. It's a Christmas special, is that what it is. That's what me. Uh, by the way, uh, Jerry Thornton is to South Weymouth. What Gary Puckett was to Hibbing, Minnesota. Well, there you go. <laughs> and the union gap? Yes, that's exactly right. Now, we did this last week, but just a quick version. People famous from a 16,000 populated Hibbing, Minnesota. Ready? Kevin McHale, Gary Puckett. I've got another one. Bob Dylan. Yep, Bob Dylan. Uh, Gino Capaletti. Uh, who, uh, who's, oh, Vincent Bugliosi. Right, right? I mean, we're all going to go to Hibbing. For, that's going to be our first field trip. As a podcast. Okay, Weymouth, we've got me, we've got George Young, the guy that Johnny Depp played in the movie Blow, so the yeah. the, oh, the yeah. father of the cocaine trafficking uh, trade. He's a good man. Good yeah, man. Abigail Adams. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm going out of order. No relation. Yeah, Rob Caudry. The, Rob Caudry, okay. Yeah, from a Hot Tub Time Machine. Andrew sure. Adams, my son, born in South Weymouth at the South Shore Hospital. Was it at the hospital yeah. where you guys just... No, it was at the hospital. living in the woods behind my house was, for a while there. We got there we just in time. <laughs> and that was like three years ago, right? Because your wife is like 23 no, years old. No, she's older than that, but he, my son is now 13. And oh. his voice is changing and everything. Yeah. And I go, I go, Andy, he goes, what? <laughs> now he's like got that attitude to a 13-year-old right. attitude. He's like Groot in Guardians what? of the Galaxy 2. True story. I am Andrew. Avengers Endgame. I am Andrew. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you why, though. I, I named him Andrew Samuel Adams, and I love Sam Adams beer, and Jim Cook's a friend of mine, and it's like, and, and I did that in honor of the beer. Yeah. But I also figure the name Andrew Samuel Adams sounds presidential, doesn't it? Like, Yeah, he, oh, uh, names should work in two ways, as a Supreme Court justice yeah. or as a third baseman. <laughs> like oh, now batting, uh, you know, right-handed bats. batting for Boston. Yeah. Now batting for Boston, Rick Amarico Patricelli. <laughs> Andy Adams. Um, McClell Laverne Hobson. So do you want your son turn it off? <laughs> do, you, do you want your no. son to run for president? No, I'd like him to get a free beer once in a while. Oh, okay. Now, that's the thing, too. When he goes in, he shows the, shows the guy at the bartender, you know, oh, yeah, my, if I, will you give me A. Sam Adams if I show you that my name is A. Sam Adams? Oh. Ah. Yeah. See that? And the bartender will say, sure, for but, ten, 10 bucks. But Jim Cook. Is so classy that when I did that, I named my son that. Yeah. He sent 
from Tiffany's, a silver engraved bottle opener. Really? That says Andrew Samuel Adams, and it has the date inscribed on it of his 21st birthday. Which I thought was just so cool. Hey, wait a minute. And I use it all the time. Jerry Thornton, what that? what's that beer you're drinking Jesus. right now? Now this has oh! become the longest commercial in podcast history. Seriously, this, though. This would should... be the, uh, in the can, this is the Sam Adams Boston Lager. In other words, Let's just drink it through your mouth. they're traditional. They're straight down the middle. They do many things. The winter lager is fantastic. They're seasonal. You can never yeah. go wrong. I'm right I'm there with fan you. Of they're, the, good. Uh, they're good. The, they... the, the IPA that they're doing now, but uh, in a pinch, you always go back to the comfort food, which is the yeah. Boston Lager. Boston Lager. I, I was a huge fan of cherry wheat when oh. they had the annual beer fest where you go drink it at the place. Oh. You know that what's that little building in Huntington at the end of Stewart Street? The, ca- the, the castle. castle. The yeah. castle. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Mikey, I listened to you um, back in the day, and you had him on, and you was talking about the Noble Pills, which used to come out in the spring, and it's yes. hard to come by now. Yeah. And he told one of my favorite stories ever. I remember like it was yesterday. He said. So I made this as a one-barrel batch for my daughter's wedding. wedding. And I like it because it's a really good breakfast beer. And I said, this man, <laughs> I wanted to go in the studio and just just spoon with him for a yeah. while. Like, yeah. let's just have breakfast beers. He's, he's the, you know, and there's no one who enjoys enjoying beer more than Jim Cook. Yeah. And spooning with me. He has, <laughs> he has a, he gets this face, he closes his eyes, and he's talking about the beer, and he's like, and he's so into it. You know, and plus, he, here's a guy who travels with a refrigerated briefcase. Bingo. That has cold beer in it, and so he can open it up, and he never fails, when he's on a radio show, to open the beer next to the microphone. So you hear the, and then you hear the, you know, the fizz. He's very good at what he does. But he's also a really good guy. Um, so, how are you? I'm doing great. I've, uh, I'm dying to be here right now talking to other guys. Oh. I've been by myself morning, noon, and night for a while. Did they kick you like out of the nudist month. colony? No. I, 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 got, I got knee surgery, which isn't interesting other than for a month I wasn't allowed to drive. So, I'm like a house cat yeah. that now can finally like go out in the neighborhood. I'm, not, I'm no longer wearing like a cone around my neck <laughs> so I don't like lick myself or whatever. a little bit. Yeah. So, I've been like, uh, they, they put a cadaver ligament in my leg. Oh. And now the thing is, I've been functioning, but I, like, I can't run, and I, you know, I can't, oh. I and can't do like the treadmill. So I'm like, it wasn't what Aaron if... Hernandez's cadaver. See, I would have liked that because at least he was an athlete. He was a <laughs> terrible human being. But I want to. Can I, I say? Can I pick a guy? Yeah, can I have just, a guy? Look you're not like... taking his brain. You're taking his knee. Right. You know how much I miss playing above the rim. Like that's that's <laughs> all five foot eight of me used to love like playing. You know the helicopter dunks and crap. Sure. But no, I think they gave me the the ligament of a fifty five year old uh, functioning alcoholic who sits at a laptop all day. That's great. Yeah. Nice. Pretty pretty much hey, just got a, another version. Beggars can't be me. choosers when it comes to getting ligaments. You can't you gotta just take what's available, right? Yeah. The ultimate decision was look, I could do this for the rest of my life and not have it done. But I said I said to the doctor, what happens if I'm out with with my friends, yeah. and we come across a pack of wolves. What are the wolves going to see? They're going to see me limping, and they're going to go, that's the guy. <laughs> that was the one. So I said, <laughs> just... Smell those ligaments from here. He said, Give me my slowest friend, and I just want to be able to outrun him in like a 5K yeah. or something. So, Smart. Yeah. Smart. Clearly, and, you've been paying attention. Those wolves have migrated down. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're getting oh, close the, to the Weymouth fi- now. The fisher cats are the ones you got to watch out for. They'll, they'll rip it's open. Sure. Yeah. Oh. But I mean, look at look at that leg. Who wouldn't want to eat that leg? Like, there's there's good solid meat on there. It's, it's lean, right now. and it's I'm white a, meat. Yeah, I'm a little 
I'm a little wiry, but I'll get stuck in their teeth. But I, I could feed a whole wolf pack. <laughs> now, in about a, a couple of months, I won't have to worry about it. And yeah. here's where I decided that the world is a terribly unfair place. I get this thing surgically removed, uh, surgically repaired. I'm walking around like nothing. Bobby Orr. One of the greatest athletes that God has ever graced. They cut him open with bronze, you know, bronze knives and bronze knives. It's hard for me to talk now. Yeah. And leeches and crap. A medieval barber operated on him, yeah. and it destroyed his career. Right. And me, I'll be better than I was before. And. I sit around at the aforementioned laptop all day doing nothing well, with myself. But see, you're set up for that now. You're going to have a long career at that. We could bring you to a seance. You know, the thing is, why didn't... You know, Gail Sayers had his same knee re- problem that Bobby Orr did, except he had a better surgeon. He came back and won another rushing title mm-hmm. after having ACL surgery in the 60s, wow. which was archaic, as you described Bobby mm-hmm. Orr's uh, operation. Now, I have a story, but I already told it last week, about an elephant... Uh, being re- uh, replacing a guy's penis, but we already did that last you week. Did. You're going to have to go back and listen to the uh, last week's uh, show. The elephant, you. remember that with you? Yes, I remember. It was, yeah. a, it was a good joke. By the way, I brought three jokes tonight. Oh, God, are these yeah. the kind of jokes that were like conversation starters, or when you meet people that you've never met before? Well, you, you want you want one. It's an old guy joke. It's sure. quick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, old man joke. Quote: The human resources manager says, "So, what is your greatest weakness?" And the old man says, "Honesty." And the human resources guy goes, well, I don't think honesty is a weakness. And the old man says, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see how quick that was? That was good. All right, uh, this is the quickest one I have. Guy says to his wife, come on, honey, I'm kind of kind of horny. Can you blow me? And she goes, oh, please, why do you have to put it that way? Like, what's wrong? Can't you just be romantic? Can't you just ask me in a romantic way? He goes, hey, honey, could you blow me in the rain? <laughs> hey. Oh, God. <clears throat> so I have corrective surgery for all four major sports. Now, this is not a theme radio show. You did radio. You know. Yeah. A theme. A theme. <laughs> is, that, is that what that was? I was there. I saw it. <laughs> Um, Burping the alphabet for four hours a day, if you want to call that radio, sure. I admire that. I had a friend, Robbie Shaler, could burp everything. In and out, he could burp when he's breathing in, when he's breathing out. It was fabulous entertainment in seventh grade. That's talent. But, you know, all four major sports need the wisdom of the smartest men alive. So what I would like to do is throw these ideas past you guys. And mm. you tell me, let me know what you think. And these are quick, too. This is nothing like we're going deep in this stuff. Uh, first of all, baseball. Everybody agrees that the games are too long. Yeah. That's, yes. that's a major problem. Mm-hmm. No walk-up songs. A pitch clock. 20 seconds, you don't pitch, it's a ball. It, it, but it's enforced. None of this, you know, I'm half-assed paying attention by the umpires. No. It's a clock. Everybody can see it. And if you don't make that pitch up, ball one. So that the pitcher has to get on the mound and pitch, mm-hmm. and the hitter has the same has to obey the same thing. Once the pitcher's ready, okay. Um, pitching changes made by computer. No more going to the mound. You just go pip 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 pip, and then it shows up on the screen. This guy's coming in, and this ah. guy's going out because they, they go out. They have a conference. And then the guy goes and he walks away. The guy walks from the yeah. bullpen. <laughs> no, you make the pitching change. Boom, the guy's there. Okay, and fewer commercials. We've discussed this one. When I was a kid growing up, it was, you had time for a sixty-second Gansett ad. Between each inning, and that's it. None of these two-minute commercial breaks, which they're using every single time now, yeah. because nine commercial breaks per team 
18 minutes. That's 18 extra minutes added to every ball game. What do you think of that? So you could charge more for exclusivity for those spot breaks. You have to. Still get the same kind of money yeah. that you would without bothering the, uh, the you viewers. Because you've got to pay these $35 million a year assholes <laughs> the money that they demand. But what do you think of those three, four things to shorten the game? You've got my vote, Mikey. All right, somebody posted a video it was earlier this year on, on Twitter, and I'll, I'll try to find the account, but it was side-by-side, David Price pitching against the Yankees in the playoffs last year, and on the other side of the screen was Mike Torres pitching against the Yankees in the playoffs in that. 1978. Torres got off four pitches in the time it took Price to throw two. Oh, okay, four to <laughs> he two. He threw one. Yeah. They each threw one at the same time. He throws another one, Price is grabbing his nuts. He throws another one, Price is picking his ear. He throws another one, Price is walking around in a circle. Then they threw their next pitch together. Yeah. I don't Does think Price touch his vagina at all during any of this? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he got he had he pulled his labia and was out six to eight weeks on that one. Missed a bunch of starts. No, I just think you could solve that problem it. without a clock, just the umpire going, boring. Like just yeah. go passive aggressive. Roll your eyes, just go, oh my god. God, you're taking forever. And just embarrass him. But see, on this day and age, you could say, oh, that guy didn't make the pitch. In a, and then you could have a replay. So, oh. <laughs> oh, look, see, watch the clock go to 20. Oh, see, he didn't throw it yet. I like replay. Right, but and that, would re- that would speed up the game. Though. And having an expert up in the booth because it's a televised game. That's right. So they can make a call they on a channel. They can put on a red well, light. That'll be field. a theme across every sport. Next, yeah. hockey. Okay. I, I like that. What, what, what sport do you want to do next? Hockey. Oh, let's do, <laughs> hockey next? Well, I'm going to save hockey for last because this is... Genius. I'm a freaking All right, genius. basketball. He's the producer of the show. And <laughs> basketball. Four-point line uh, at the end of the game. With, with two minutes to go, there's a four-point line. With one minute to go, there's a five-point line. So, the, you know these games end? I hate it. This is a circus. No, no, this is not a circus. This is, You know what's right now a circus? They have foul. They foul you at the end of the game. For the last 48 seconds, oh, they're going to have to foul him. They foul him. He takes two free throws. He misses one. They shoot. Oh, they got to foul him again. And all this slow down. No. No. There's. Here's what I say. Oh, there a four-point are... line in the stands. Five point line up in the balcony. I watched. <laughs> no. I used to watch yeah. Meadowlark Lemon. Yes. when I was a kid, oh. hit swishes yeah. from the up from and the balcony. Marcus Haynes and the Magicians did the same thing. From he do it from half court. Man. But here's the thing: when when you're down seven, okay, and there's two minutes to go, it becomes a foul fest, and it's it's ugly, and it slows down the entire rhythm of the game. Okay, yeah. so when two minutes left, first of all, there's no fouls. In the last two minutes, so you can have a free for all. Okay, <laughs> so everybody watches. It's, this is Jesus. awesome. Real basketball. It's like the Warriors. The, the, the way to stay. <laughs> the way to stay away from it. each other with bottles and baseball. If you're bats down and... seven, you can shoot a four from the four point line, and then you have other guys running for the rebound. But you're shooting that four. If you hit that, it's like, oh, please going. And even better than that is the five point line with one minute left. So the when there's a 11-point deficit, you can still do it, but it's not going to be a, a, a battle of the fouls. Where's five-point? Half court? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Then you'll have guys practicing that. Exactly. They already do. Yeah. I hate it. You hate it. I hate it. Well, you you like rather watch people foul each other and, and act like assholes and shoot foul throws than watch throws. every game become a Harlem Globetrotters game. Yes, at the end of the at the end of the game when it's come on shenanigans it. whatever I don't like it. I think you're a pussy. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Let's go to football now. Jerry, I'd like to apologize for the behavior of our host. <laughs> I'm just Shocked saying. He's a real jerk. You know, suddenly being home by up. myself all day is starting to look kind of good. <laughs> you have a bright side of that. Yeah. All right, football. Ready? <laughs> Video booth flags can be thrown at any time. If they see something that is so wrong, they're up in the booth and they say, oh, no, like, well, the end of the Rams-Saints uh, game to go to the Super Bowl oh, yes. is a classic example. What happened with uh, Nikhil Harry? 
the other day. Oh, that was uh, awful. If they see it and it, it's wrong, they can just say, uh-uh, yeah. no, this is wrong. Yeah, that's a and, touchdown. And because everybody right. likes to have the, the respectable result that's actual. Yep. Okay, that's one thing. Plus, it's what we see at home. Change the rules yeah. on pass interference, okay, because right now they're playing pussy. Every time someone goes up for a pass and jumps in, you're thinking flag. And normally there's a flag, mm-hmm. and it pisses me off. Um, the other thing is no more pussifying the quarterbacks and the, head, the helmet. You give everybody bubble wrap helmets. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets a, their helmet is made of bubble wrap, and if you're concerned about head injury, you just have a bigger, bigger one. Like clear bubble wrap or like pink or blue? Well, you want to be able to hear the snapping of the bubble wrap when they hit heads, <laughs> but you don't want people to get hurt. So bubble wrap helmets. It'd be comical, but great, don't you think? What if they put them in those big um, inflatable hamster balls? There you that, go. that people use like yes, all exactly twenty, all twenty two guys. That's a whole new game right there. But, no, the head hits. You want to bring them back by having bubble wrap helmets, so no one gets hurt. That's <laughs> um, and basketball needs to eliminate timeouts. Like just you know, every you shouldn't in the final two minutes have twelve timeouts to call. Right. You should get like one a quarter and just let your guys play and just be in the moment. That would help with football. Yeah. Everything should be reviewable, but. You don't get an infinite number of reviews. And let's you know not I mean? slow down these games right, for entertainment exactly. purposes, especially basketball. At the end of a basketball game, there's nothing worse. It could take six minutes for people to foul and do the free throws, and it ends up not really changing that many games. Sure. There's nothing more maddening in a football game when they cock up a, a call, and you go, yeah, but that's not reviewable. There, there was right. an example a few years ago where a guy's tearing up the sidelines, and it was whether he had stepped out, out of yeah. bounds or not, and on the replay— he clearly gets his face mask grabbed and his head yanked, and everyone in the world can see it. And the official said, "Yeah, but that's not reviewable." Well, like what? Like see, what? That's what, what I'm saying. Reviewable. That's yeah. So let the let the booth. They have the technology now yep. to dissect every one of these plays. Let's get it right and and make it so that. And if you if need be, they show the show the audience that's in the stadium. What they based it on? Oh, it, look! And then so they can't have a riot or let's something. Let's have a know? round of applause for uh, you know. Okay. Did they make it or not? Now, in in two words, this is how I fix everything that's wrong with hockey. Wow! Forever, because hockey's really a great sport on its face, but when you know you, they have it has issues. Here's the two words: two pucks, two pucks, two pucks. Shakur, I call it. Now, would it still be <laughs> one goalie? One goalie in each in between the pipes at yeah. each end, yeah, down there. So but he, sometimes there's two pucks coming at him over there because sometimes both pucks get down to his end and he can't, he know what to do over there. He stand on his head, doesn't matter. Now you're digging and mucking in the corner. There's two pucks. Just, what are you, you going to do? What What about you've got a puck going in this end, you've got a puck going in this end, and go, 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 go. It's like <laughs> now, now, automatically the score doubles. People say, oh, there's not enough scoring in hockey and it can be boring. Two to one, three to two. This would be nine eight, be twenty. You know, some games would be fifteen to thirteen. So would one puck be, uh, say, worth one point, but the red puck no, would be worth no. They're two? both worth one. Jeez, but Bill, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> what if you put but you one can of shoot the pucks it from the three point line? That's right. What if one of the pucks is stationary in the middle of the ice, and so you try <laughs> to slide the goal <laughs> and whack it? Oh, to, you move the to, goal to yeah, the, the puck. The goalie is like grabbing Cover onto the, the net. Trying to keep puck. it in place, yeah. that, then it becomes like a survivor challenge. I like that. You have to envision this, okay? The, yep. the pucks drop both sides, and they and the game's off, and yeah. people are trying to score at both ends, and they're shooting the puck from this guy to this guy, and the goaltender's freaking out. Hockey would be fabulous <laughs> if there were simply two pucks. What do you guys think of that? I'd like to see you. Uh, 
a game, one game, just to see how that would play out. I think it would look like Nepon's Circle on <laughs> Rush Hour. Oh, like, uh, can the, they try oh, it? With an even higher death toll. <laughs> can they just try it? Just to see how it looks? It might be the biggest thing ever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you know what's bigger than that, though? What's bigger than that? The week I almost had in betting with betonline.ag. Oh, wait a minute. You, do you know that, first of all, the Niners screw, absolutely screwed me uh, two <laughs> weeks ago. Remember that? Yes. I would have I won like ten times my bank uh, if the Niners had covered that five-point thing at home in that last-second touchdown. You had that got... sad, forlorn look on your face when you arrived at the studio that day. So what's the matter, Mikey? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Uh, honest to God. Uh, and neither do I want to talk about my industrial arts teacher, whose name was not Garoppolo, but Garoppolo. Oh, pronounced differently. Yeah. We were making fart noises in class, and he made us all go down to the men's room and wipe our bottoms. <laughs> Did he inspect? We, well, no, he didn't look. We didn't, <laughs> oh, we didn't really do it. We, he sent us to. He made us leave the class because well, his, his wife came in to visit him, Mr. Garapolo. I hope he's not still alive. And we were all what? Doing, Why? Because we were doing these fake fart noises. Why do you hope he's not to, still alive? I don't want to hear this. I hope he's dead. By the way, now. he's thirty-five years old, and Mike's just wished him an early grave. We, me, and Louis. Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody! I hope you drop dead, Mr. Garapolo. You made me wipe my you. butt. Yeah. And by the way, it's Garapolo. Imagine him not appreciating the fine art of you making fart noises while his while wife was visiting. Teach. This poor guy's gone. Uh, like, when do I get my He pension? makes you wipe your ass and you I, wish death oh upon boy. him. Okay, so I fixed baseball, all four sports. Did I not? Another sure. Okay. Yeah, about as, about as well as you fixed your ass when you wiped it back in shot. Tell, tell us how to fix our bankroll. Uh, yeah, here's what you do. You go to betonline.ag. I've been really, honestly, I've been picking like on a, at a ratio of seven <laughs> out of eight victories. But yeah. that one, I put it in a parlay, and that's what killed me. Oh, I yeah. should never have done that. Parlays. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it's our our partner in this uh, podcast uh, from the purposes of betting online is betonline.ag, and it's simple to remember. It's betonline.ag. Ag. Ag. And you go there, and you get if you mention the promo code. As Ben will tell you, you get fifty percent added to the bonus that you deposit. So if you put a hundred in there, they they give you one hundred fifty in wow. credit. And what's the uh, the code? CLNS five zero. CLNS fifty. CLNS fifty is the code. Yeah. Go there, do that, win, be happy. And here comes joke number two. You ready? Yeah. Another joke. Is it just a little short joke? I like jokes. You know that's why Jerry Thornton's here because he's a jokester. <laughs> Two guys. <laughs> I'm more of a quipster. Quipster. Like, yeah. Two guys are in a Turn bar talking, right? There's two guys in a bar talking, and, and one of them says, you know, you ever notice after you have sex with a woman that sometimes your eyes burn and your nose burns and you get all teary-eyed? The other guy goes, yeah, all the time it happens to me. He says, what, why, what is that? He says, yeah, it's pretty, probably the pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's joke number two. So, um, Jerry Thornton, now your your stuff that you write about with the the rating the uh, the teachers that have had sex with their students. What's that called? The uh... grading the newest sex scandal teacher. Right. Yeah. It's f- unbelievably fabulous, and it's always well written and funny. And the pictures, your description of the different ladies. But what is this? An epidemic that's going on? And why? We all probably ask this. Why weren't there teachers like that 
when I was growing up. Yeah, the the whole genesis of that thing was sometime, and I'm spitballing here if I say maybe 2009-ish, there was one that got arrested, and she was pretty attractive, and I wrote about it on Barstool, and I said, kind of feels like there's been a lot of these. Maybe I can do sort of a sports twist on them. So I assembled the top nine I could into, like, a batting order. Like, okay, I like this one. She shows a lot of guts, and she's a real grinder. I like her at the top of the order, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then someone sent me another one had come, and then another one, and then I just said, how do I format this? And I know, I'll grade them, and that's what I'll do <laughs> in looks, uh, moral compass slash judgment, and uh, intangibles. And it, I thought this would die out eventually. I thought, no, you know what, I'm going to run out of these. But no, like the universe just keeps providing one of the other barstool writers told me recently says i wrote a thing about a guy who was caught masturbating in church and there wasn't another one of those stories came up and i said i i envy jerry because he picked a topic that will never run out and now it's like i said it's been like 10 years I, I in, it's always the second thing people ask me about. Uh, well, of course. Whenever it, I meet someone about Barstool, really, like, hey, really like Barstool, uh, I like your pages stuff. Second thing, I like the teachers thing. I'm like, I, <laughs> as long as we understand they're the heroes. Yeah, right. I'm, and by the way, for your listeners who don't know, it's strictly female teachers. Yes. Male teachers are monsters. No, it, the, the, that's gross. The double standard is right in the Constitution for a reason. Right. It's, a, it's good law. Right. And good. no there, there, no female students ever wanted that to happen with a male teacher, but every single male student wanted that to happen with a female teacher. Yes. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure some female students wanted to do with some male teachers, but... Then they're sluts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding. But, oh, you know, but, but listen, we all had that that one department in our high school. Like for in my class uh, school, it was the uh, social studies guys. You know, they would if you had detention, which I did rather often. You know, you go into their classroom after, and there's like three of them. You know, the coaches' graveyard. They're all sitting there, and there'd be like these doe-eyed, like sixteen-year-old girls, and they'd yeah. be like get like relishing the attention. Creepy as all hell. Yeah. I have a friend who alternately said he slept with one of our teachers and then denied it for a bunch of years and then came back and said, yeah, no, I, I, I did. Yeah. And he was he was the guy who didn't need a fake ID when we were 17 years right. old. <laughs> he, he got and did some modeling later on. the kid, the kid looked Good just looking. like him, yeah, so yeah. They, everybody knew. <laughs> so, well, so he was telling us this story about we're on the ninth grade ski trip. We're up in New Hampshire, and, you know, this male teacher is sitting on the floor of the condo, and he's, like, rolling a joint. And then this teacher that he was with is sitting on his lap. And my buddy Cliff, he goes, at that exact same moment, Jerry and I were in Weymouth in the woods, jumping up and down on the ice in the swamp, trying to break through <laughs> and throwing rocks at squirrels and shit. And I go, that, that's exactly right. And he's sitting there with this hot teacher on his on his lap. Right. So I don't think there's anything new under the well, sun. He just I got think there a little ahead now, of everybody else. Yeah, I just you know. think information flows better now. Yeah. So we we I mean, Pam Smart was God. When was that? Like. Late eighties, yeah, yeah. I want to say, yeah. yeah. So that was New Hampshire, right? Yep. yep. Uh, so you got a lot of det- detentions issued to you. Yeah, but it was never for anything especially fun. No. It was like being late, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, mouthing off. Easy. Yeah, stuff, a lot, yeah. a lot of just you know I'm, I'm trying fine. to trying to be the class clown. It was never for anything good. It was never anything like See, you know. I, I meanwhile, had... other kids would be like running down the hall with like you know black masks on and two bags with dollar signs on them. Never saw the inside of like <laughs> right. friggin' detention, but I was getting them on the regular. Yeah, 
I, I you had must have. I, I guess constantly. So I, I developed a plan to get out of it, and I, I uh, informed <laughs> the, the principal, who was the one that was giving out all the detentions, yeah. that I had detention deficit disorder. And I wasn't... I was not that, going to anymore. That didn't work. Uh, no. He that, didn't understand. Oh, I said, well, you call yourself an educator? Uh, anyway, um, we have a... It, it's the Christmas edition. I miss this so much. It's the Christ, <laughs> Christmas edition of the... And this is this podcast drops, as they say, yeah. like a testicle in the hot sun. That's... Uh, <laughs> S-O-N. Uh, it, it, <laughs> this is dropping on Christmas morning. Oh, so we were hoping that people get up and just... Revolutionize Christmas morning by listening to this podcast. Listen by yourself. Don't listen with your family. Should we sing uh, a Christmas in, carol? In, in, in 1999. Now listen to me. I'm going back. You <laughs> okay. know, where's Prince when you need him? Uh, in Dead. 2016. Just like Mr. Garoppolo. Actually, I, well, I don't know that. He, I hope you just wish. <laughs> um, I, he was a. What's that buzzing? I hear no buzzing. Well, we got to get it's Mr. Garoppolo in here to fix the this. Excitement in the air. Uh, in 2015 at Christmas, uh, I think it was Phil Zachary. Yeah. Came to me and said, uh, "He said, what's that buzzing?" No, he said, <laughs> <laughs> "He said we want you to do a tape for sales to to talk about our you know our great numbers and the great station WEEI." This is late 2015. Yeah, and uh, and also Mike, I uh, need you to wipe your butt. And would you? Would you <laughs> <laughs> your teachers your told friends. us about this when we hired you. Bring your friends. No more fart noises on the air. Uh, so the, I did this thing. I put it together, and you can't see the video, but you can hear the audio. I was in an ugly Christmas sweater that Samuel Adams folks gave me, and uh, and they wanted me to do a promo, basically, for the radio station. So What year was this again? Twenty Christmas 2015, four years ago. This okay. is just months before I got shit-canned, thanks to <laughs> Mutt and Kirk. Oh, okay. But let's listen to this. Hi, I'm Mike Adams, here to tell you about maybe the greatest musical collection you've ever heard in your entire life. It's about your favorite station. Hey, Dino, watch out. Jerry, don't sob. Kirk is a jerk and he wants your job. Minahan is coming to town. This collection features such classic hits as... When Ordway does his show, he sits on his bum. <laughs> Have a Michael Holly Christmas and a Dale Arnold New Year. Mikey at night. With big numbers in drive time in midday and nighttime, we sell cars and beer. Adult men on EEI, 12 months a year. God help you, Dale and Holly show since Thornton joined you all. And one of the holiday season's favorites. Kirk Minahan, Kirk Minahan, Kirk Minahan, Kirk Minahan. You gotta love that Kirk Minahan. Joker Stiglion, can you believe it? A trophy for Dabrowski would be nice. Our most important message to you is to have yourself a merry little Christmas, a happy holiday season, and a great 2016. Winter, spring, and fall, and summer most of all, from Anacom and WEEI. What a butt-kissing asshole I was then, huh? You have to wipe it now. And <laughs> I think we're all poor if we're not hearing the entire album. The, the album well, is. You should have uh, cut yeah. that entire thing. Like, a, like you know, two sides. Yeah. With 45 minutes total of music. Full length songs with rewrites on the I lyrics. I hope you mean four to five minutes. But you can you can tell you know back then even back then how 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 great I felt about Kirk Minahan I loved that guy 
Yeah, you kind of had an edge about the entire uh, Entercom scene at that point. That's because right? he set me up, that yes. son of a bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Merry Christmas. Uh, Kirk, if you're listening, I know you don't believe in God. Uh, and the, the birth of Jesus is celebrated Christmas. But Merry Christmas anyway to you and your family. How, how's that? There you go. That's and nice. Mutt, too. So, see? Uh, you know, why leave the monkey out of this? Ben, do I sense the the ice is melting? The, the tide is turning said, here. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, and Phil Zachary, and Phil Zachary, if you're listening, of all the pussy general managers I've ever worked for, you're the greatest. <laughs> oh, and God. by the way, Kevin oh. Kevin Graham, yeah, I've had program directors, but never any that were as mushy and soft as you are. You're softer than a. A baby turd. Oh man! But you know, Mikey, you've got your podcast that's making money, right? Big and, money. And, big and money. Uh, like I know, for me, you, I assume maybe you feel the same way, Ben. We've kind of talked about this in a lot of ways. I feel like I'm on the deck of the Carpathia. They've got a nice warm blanket around me. They're giving me hot tea, and I'm watching the stern just go down below the the, the waves. That's right. And I think, okay, now I mean, you were pushed off. I jumped. You know, I yep. I was Billy Zane. A man makes his own luck, um, but you know, I no regrets. No, you know? it's, it's too. It, it it by now, as these guys will tell you, the whole mud thing. I'm so over it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's uh, true. Yeah, you know, I don't wish any harm to Mud no. or any of the rest of his uh, clan of monkeys. No. Well, I think the whole lesson of the Jesus' birth story was hold on to grudges for as long as you can. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's healthy. The hatred is a good thing. You don't well, want to let go of that. They just get because... lost to history. Well, if yeah. you don't hold on to them. I mean, I'm... who's going to remember any of this shit? I, know, I think that's part of the reason the, the three magi showed up with like gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Like, well, we'll keep the gold, but I'm just re gifting this myrrh because who the <laughs> yeah. fuck needs myrrh? You know myrrh? what? And I'm allergic to Al frankincense. <laughs> Al frankincense. Hey, I got one more joke for you guys. Another, okay. another joke. Nah, just, this is a good one, though. Oh, okay. All right, you know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Father, this is a Christmas joke. Yep. Father buys his, uh, uh, for Christmas present, a, a de- lie detector robot oh. that slaps people when they lie. It's pretty cool. Jeez. It's a new invention. And he decides he's going to check it out, you know, Christmas morning. And he, so he turns to his son. He says, uh, did, uh, what did you do yesterday afternoon? And the kid says, I, I did some homework. And the robot slaps the son. And the son says, okay, okay. I, I was at a friend's house watching movies. And the dad says, what movie did you watch? And the son says, Toy Story. And the robot slaps the son. And the son says, okay, okay, we were watching porn. And the dad says, what? At your age, I didn't even know what porn was. And the robot slaps the father. The mom laughs. She says, well, he certainly is your son. And the robot slaps the mother. Way to go with the rim shot too early. Yeah, yeah there we go. Well, there, that's a two rim shot joke. Really. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that was the pre rim shot. You know, oh, I, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have uh, two rim shot jokes back when I was younger, but it's just been a long it's, time. You know, so it, take, it takes forever to get that second rim shot. Wait, your knee gets better. It'll come back. It'll, it'll come back. That second rim shot will come back. That's right. Um, now, we, we did this thing. This is a fun game we did last week. And we used to, I was telling these guys, we do it in the car on long trips. We did it last week on the podcast. We, the three of us, go on long car rides together. Oh, cool. No, no place least. in... Just looking at covered bridges, maybe yeah. going leaf peeping, yeah. go apple picking. I can see that. You're just three guys having None a nice romance. None of that's true. Well... <laughs> None of that is true. I think that's We've the perception. We've never gone on a long car ride, any of us. <laughs> okay, because the game that 
Ben and I used to play in long car rides. Yeah. It was who could finish first. There's <laughs> always a tie. Yeah. yeah. So the, everybody the, wins. The, <laughs> the name game is this. Yeah. We pick a name. Somebody picks a name. I've and, got one. And, and it's a okay a male name, and we throw it out there, and we take turns. We go clockwise. We'll start with me, I guess. I go clockwise like this. And Smitty's going to mind that if you go five seconds and you can't name a famous person with that first name, then you're out. That, that, yep. that means you're out. Yep. All right, point, point of order. It has have, to be a real person, not a yes. fictional Correct. character. Well, okay. No, it can be a fictional character. No. Why not? Well, you can't do we that. Because then you could say, uh, you know. Uh, well, someone in the popular culture. Dave yeah, yeah. Dingleberry. And it's, it's not a real popular, part. though. we yeah. got to know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. All right. Okay. So we did Dave last week, and it went on and on until the end of the show. And then afterwards, Ben. It went on until like two days ago. <laughs> Ben's texting me Dave's, famous Dave's. We named every famous Dave ever. So it's the name game, version two. All right. And what's the name going to be, Smitty? Mikey knows that I suck at this game, so I get appointed to be the name maker. And the name is Billy. Billy? Billy. Billy Baru. Or Bill. Uh, Billy Martin. Billy Eilish. Billy Ooh. Billy Idol. Billy the Kid. Billy Eichner. B- how about Bill? Bill Buckner. Is oh. Bill counts, right? Yep. Yeah. Billy Belichick. Bill Smith. Oh! Oh, my God! Um, I made the list. Yeah. William F. Buckley. Oh jeez! Now, now you just you just knocked the billies right out of my head. Uh, Bill, damn it! I just gagged. I Billy just gagged. Zane. Oh fuck! I said nah. I'm gonna. Bill Lee, the spaceman. Oh, son mm. of a bitch. Bill Bradley, Billy Bruton, the former Tiger outfielder. Wow, that's some bullshit. Deep that's, pull, you, oh, you, you, by the way, you can say Google it and challenge me, but if if I'm right, you're out. That's right. No, I'm not doing. You know that. Bill Bruton, left-handed Tiger hitter. No, what? <laughs> no, Come Bill Bruton. Go ahead. The clock is ticking. He's thinking. Okay. See, he uses that time. To Billy Blanks. Bill Walton. Damn. Bill McNeil. Whoa, uh, the real McNeil. Bill yeah, Burr. Oh, oh, Jesus. Bill Hicks. It's just, Can you use a woman? It's the pressure. Why not? He Billy Hathaway. Bill, he, said, Billy. he said Billy Eilish. Yeah, she's yeah. a woman. Billy Jean King. Billy yeah. Holiday. I said oh. Billy Holiday. Did no, you? No, I was just thinking. <laughs> I said, oh. so, so he's got his second, his next round. No, no, because it's my turn, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, William Galvin. Billy Joel. Oh! oh good one. Um, uh, Billy, do- Billy, don't be a hero. <laughs> Bill Mazeroski. Oh! No Terry Chapman song. Billy, don't be a hero. Shouldn't have counted. <laughs> That's the name of a well, song. Well, fictional character. I'll take it back. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Bill, Billy Gibbons from uh, ZZ Top. Billy Bathgate. Wow. Well, okay. Uh, why am I having, I'm having a hard time with this? Eight, oh, I, I'm a bad. Oh, I got another one. Six, yeah. I, 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 no, I, I think I'm out because I, I know. I'm all right, three. for the win. I've anticipated Two, your yeah. next one. Yeah. One. Bill Haley. Oh. And the Comets. 
I had you going Billy Rocking Madison. around the clock. Ooh. That's a win in his yes. winning category. I, I, I know 50 million Billies. Congratulations. My best hey, see, but in the moment, you Bill Pito. Billy Costa. It's a tough one. It's in a the, tough one. In the minute, you, of a, you, you're five seconds, you start to gag. Well, like the, wor- the worst I, part I, Obviously, it. I know a bazillion Billies. I do, too. The worst yeah. part about playing that game is it's knowing pressure. that the listener is listening to us and going, why didn't you say this? What, yeah. what the hell? No, oh, say yeah. this. No, that's right. How'd you forget that? You idiot. Fortunately, I, no one's listening. I, so, I almost used the name <laughs> Philip. If we. Philip? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Philip, Philip Morris? Phil, <laughs> Philip, yeah. Philip Phillips? How about Philip McCann? How about Phil- Hank Philippy Ryan? <laughs> Wilson Phillips? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Um, Philip 66 gas station. Okay. I, the reason we didn't, we didn't go further with that is because, you know, there's time constraints. I don't know how many minutes this podcast is so far, but it's Christmas. Yeah. We all have you to know, get you're, home. You're right. Jerry Thornton's got a family he's got to get home and take care of. Oh, yeah. I've got a family that doesn't talk to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Ben has a family, right? Yeah, I do. And they don't talk to you either. Uh, that's what I was going to say. They don't talk to me. In fact, Thornton, your family doesn't talk to me. Um, they've, be, they've sworn off talking to all men above a certain age because they've just they've realized that the last time I, I spoke around them, they just said, what have we been living with all this time? Uh, you mentioned your kid turning 13. Yeah. I reminisced about this the yeah. other day. My, when my son turned 13, the Irish Rose said, you know, it's, it's time. I think we have to talk with him. I said, you're absolutely right. 13 is the right age for that. Yeah. I said. Let me know how it goes. And she goes, what are you talking about? Like, you, you're the father. You have it. I go, you know the depravity that's going on inside my head. That's right. Do you want to expose your little angel to this stuff? And she's like, I can't do it. I go, well, so we just let him find out from school, rumors, yeah. Yeah. the playground. The internet. You know, yeah, his friends. Uh, yeah, but she'll, she'll tell him, like, the practice. Like, make sure you have clean nails. Oh, yeah. Not this like is a, stuff your I'm, dad would never tell you. Make sure you have clean nails, but your mom will go... Make sure your nails are clean. That's right. You know what? <laughs> I don't want to wash down there once in a while, unlike, <laughs> unlike Bigfoot over here. I'm saddened because my mother never said that to me. Oh. And you know how long I had dirty nail fungus among us? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm very, very clean. I shower two, three, four, five, six times a day, depending yeah, on tell. my activity. You have that glow about you. Um, I want to wish a Merry, Merry Christmas to the uh, William Smith family. Oh, thank you, And Mikey. to the Ben Kitchen family. Yeah. Thank you. And to the Jerry Thornton family. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And to my own family. And yeah. I'm hoping they call. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, we have a song oh. that we're going to do as a, a finishing. Uh, and it, we do this Castigliocchi thing. Mm-hmm. Should I check to see if the Joe's up? Joe's in the booth. I think yeah, he's up Joe, there. Get on, Joe. Get Joe. He's probably you know. Is this the last one ever? Scratching his. This is itch. a fun farewell. Hold on, let me see. Joe, are you on? Uh, you got your hold mic on, on? Hold on. There's no toilet paper here again. <laughs> Just I, okay. I'm all right. Uh, uh, oh, I know this song, Joe. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing, jingle bells ring, snowing and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. This song sucks. (laughs) Jingle bell time. Keep going, Joe. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. Don't give up, Joe. In the pubic hair. Frosty air. Sorry. It's Christmas, Joe. Come on. What a bright time. It's the, the right time. Can you believe it? To rock the night away. <laughs> Jingle bell time is a swell time. 
to go to Shaw's <laughs> in a one-horse sleigh. Giddy up, Jingle Horse. Pick up your feet. Jingle around the clock. A mix and a mingle in the jingling beat. Big finish, Joe. Come on. That's the Jingle Bell Rock.